Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Carlson in his career in the shootout. Not much. This is only the sixth time ever. Two for the previous five. One decided a game. Carlson looking for the win. Through the left circle. Shoots and scores! This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals finally win in overtime with John Carlson, the hero. Tom Wilson with his 100th NHL goal and a little bit of time off. Next game, not until Friday night. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, December 7th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. The Capitals, again, are atop the NHL mountain with 38 points after a 4-3 shootout win over the Anaheim Ducks last night. The first win beyond 60 minutes in seven tries for the men of Peter LaViolette. And Ben, it was a very entertaining tilt at 7th and F last night. Yeah, John, for an early December Monday night game against an interconference opponent in the Anaheim Ducks, I'll say folks who were in attendance got their money's worth. That was very entertaining. That was a great hockey game. There was physicality, the whole lot of speed and transition that the Anaheim Ducks come with. They're a young team. They're a handful. Capitals discover that, again, with the physicality as well in this game. Had a little of everything, scoring chances at both ends, and ultimately a home win for the Capitals. They are able to rally and prevail, yes, at long last, beyond regulation, first time in seven attempts. So nice to see, again, the shorthanded Capitals coming out on top as they did against Anaheim. We congratulate Tom Wilson this morning, last night, picking up his 100th career NHL goal. And incredibly, last night, a fight against Anaheim's Simone Benoit. We say incredibly, Ben, because neither Tom Wilson nor anyone else on the Capitals had had a fighting major until last night. Yeah, there's some heavyweights. There's certainly some guys on the Capitals who can drop them, who can throw them. But I found an interesting side note to that storyline and credit our colleague Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic. He wrote about it just over a week ago. And one of the talking points, I forget if it was Hathaway or Wilson who said this to him, pointed out the fact the Capitals, to their credit, have played with the lead a whole lot this season. They've scored first now 18 times in 26 games. Sometimes when you have the lead, when you're playing in front, you don't want to give any opening for momentum to the opposition. They've been cognizant. They've been aware of that. Then at the same time, if you are you are the opposition, I don't know that guys are lining up necessarily to fight Tom Wilson or Garnet Hathaway or some of the other big boys in the Capitals. So a little bit of an oddity. You go 26 games without a fight, but credit Wilson. He checked a lot of boxes last night. The milestone goal, number 100 had the fight, and I thought John also did a great job on the game-tying goal from John Carlson in the second period. He didn't get an assist on the play because he didn't actually touch the puck, but he forced a turnover from Ducks defenseman Josh Manson to give away moments later right on that same sequence. Capitals were able to convert and score. It's a good job from Tom Wilson getting it done last night in the win. 
After the game last night, our Ken Sabarin chatting outside the Capitals dressing room with assistant coach Scott Arneal. Well, Scott, what a game. Back and forth game. Very fast-paced hockey game. But do you guys find a way in the shootout finally to get the two points? Yeah, you know, that's a pretty good young team over there. They got some real good top-end skill. And, you know, we were sluggish a little bit in the first. But, uh, you know, we got end up uh, finding a way to get a lead. But then, you know, in the second, it got opened up a bit, a little, you know. But big goal at the end of the second period by uh, John there to tie it back up. But, you know, what? Yeah, we just hung in there. We did uh, what we needed to do. And sometimes you got to win them ugly. And we, we got her into the shootout. And we did just that and you look at again we talk about the secondary score and we you know that what about the guys making an impact the fourth line the young guys the Hershey line we're calling them doing their job against these guys against a very good hockey team these guys continue to do it with the shorthanded yeah you know bodies keep dropping here and guys keep stepping up and uh, doing what they can to help us win and uh, you know we've been talking about this for a while and just uh, tip our hats to all these young guys who are getting an opportunity to play in the NHL and, and make the most of it Let's talk about Samsonov. We don't talk about him a whole lot, but, I mean, he made some key stops here in this game, the third period overtime, and even in the uh, shootout to, to finally get himself a win like that. He's been great overall. He's a guy that gives you a chance every night, and that's all you ever ask. I mean, whether that, that may be a 3-3 game and end up shooting a shootout or it might be a one nothing game, and, uh, you know, he's been there to answer for us. Both goaltenders have been real strong for us. It's the reason why we're sitting in first place overall now. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Kenny. Then last night, another multi-point game for Alex Ovechkin. He assisted on Wilson's milestone goal. He had a primary assist on Carlson's goal in the closing seconds of the second period. And now, trailing only a pair of Edmonton Oilers in the NHL scoring race, and the assists again. He has more assists than he does goals at this point, and he's got 20 goals. If the Hart Trophy were given out after 20-some games, Alex Ovechkin deserves it. Yeah, and doing so much heavy lifting, again, given what the Capitals have been missing this year as far as the headliners who've been out with injury and more recently a couple of guys missing time while in COVID protocol. But credit Ovechkin, he's come to play this year. Again, all the miles on the hockey odometer, you wouldn't know it. He, he looks to be in terrific shape this year. The eye test, and yes, the numbers to go with it, 20 goals, 21 assists, more helpers, more assists now than he's had in each of the previous two seasons. So credit Alex Ovechkin. He was flying last night, seven shots on goal, 16 attempts, just missing a few on net, but he was very good, very energized again on that top line. And nice to see from Ovechkin as the sample size grows and he continues to keep pace with those kids, Connor McDavid, and Leon Dreisaitl, good company. All three of them should be an interesting scoring race and Hart Trophy race, potentially uh, down the stretch as well. Anaheim ends up taking three points out of four on the season against Washington. And the line last night of Sonny Milano, Trevor Zegras, Ricard Raquel. They didn't have Enrique last night. They didn't have Getzlaff last night. They leaned on those guys heavy. It seemed like for a while they were out there every other shift. They were electrifying. Every shift they were out there, a threat, so much speed. Benny, I'm sold on Anaheim. I'm looking at that team as being a playoff team in the West. I did not realize until we saw them a few weeks ago how far they had come. They got off to a slow start, but that was a hard-earned point for them last night to get three out of four against the number one team in the league right now in Washington. Maybe they stay there, maybe they don't, but with all of the things that Washington's gone through, they've had some trouble containing that Anaheim speed. That's a really good Ducks hockey team. We saw it in late October when the Detroit Red Wings were here in town. We saw it 
when the Capitals visited the Carolina Hurricanes. Speed kills, and, and a speed and transition team like this in the form of the Anaheim Ducks. Easier said than done. Everyone wants to play with speed, but the Ducks have it, and they showed it. At least their top line did last night. A very easy watch, but certainly if you're the Capitals, you got to be cognizant and aware of that. But that line, and then on top of it, not only are Milano, Raquel, and Trevor Zegras in particular coming with speed, but then you add to that the fact that in Anaheim's case, their defense activates almost make it a fourth forward in on the rush as well. They're a handful. They're a very easy watch. It was very entertaining, but certainly those guys in particular up front, there's a lot of high-end talent there. The question is long-term as they continue to eye a postseason berth, the return of the Stanley Cup playoffs. How can they play defensively as well? It's one thing to have all the skill up front. Can they clamp down? Can they take care of their play away from the puck as well as is the case with a lot of young teams with high-end talent that's the next step I guess for the Anaheim Ducks because certainly the offensive talent and offensive skill and the speed and transition is all there Peter Laviolette last season only got to coach 56 regular season games last night was game 82 behind the bench or if you will a full regular season when life is normal What's normal life anyway anymore? But anyway, now through 82 games, Peter Laviolette, the best start through a quote-unquote 82-game, one season, so to speak, in Capitals history. 52, 19, and 11, the most points through 82 in Caps history. Besting, by the way, Bruce Boudreaux, the new head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. I know you told this story last night, Ben, on Caps postgame, but it certainly bears repeating again. <laughs> Bruce was supposed to be on the show with us this week. We were supposed to have him at midweek. You were sitting down with him. He's been on the show before, and we were looking forward to having him to talk about Alex Ovechkin, the season to date, and for what is obvious reasons to everyone now, he won't be joining us this week because, Benny, he's a little busy. He has some other priorities, I understand. We texted him on Sunday, okay, early Sunday afternoon, and I was a little surprised, John, actually, how quickly he wrote back. I sent the message, and within seconds, you know, you see the bubbles that someone is typing you back. He's writing back immediately, tells me he was clearly sitting by his phone Sunday afternoon, and he writes back after we asked him for an interview. I asked him for Monday. Okay, he says to me back, he says, mm, Monday could be a little tough, might be busy. Could we do it later in the week? He says he did offer that, but he said he was busy on Monday. Later, hours later, we find out, oh, yeah, I understand, Bruce, you're, you're busy. Okay, you're going to be coaching another hockey team. Makes sense now. You know, couldn't have given us the scoop, Bruce. Come on. I thought we were good friends here, but in all seriousness, way to go, Bruce Boudreaux. More than 200 wins behind the bench in Washington. Largely responsible for that turnaround, the Rock the Red era, letting Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, Mike Green, the young guns, Alexander Semin, all really take off and flourish en route to the success that would follow the organization for a decade plus. So way to go, Bruce Boudreaux, approaching 1,000 games as an NHL head coach. Nice to see he'll get that milestone in the coming weeks with the Vancouver Canucks wishing him all the best now in the Pacific Northwest. As they say, the slogan in British Columbia, we are all Canucks or something like that. But congrats to Bruce Boudreaux. It is a better NHL with him in it, and we'll be keeping a close eye on what happens with Vancouver. That's your Tuesday edition of Caps This Morning. Hey, no games for a few days. We're going to have Carl Alsner with us on the show tomorrow. He's got his new podcast, All's Caps, with Steve Wino. We're going to talk with him about the good old days of being in Hershey and a few other things. That coming up on the show tomorrow. A lot of exciting stuff. We're going to have Brian McClellan later this week. Josh Getzoff for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
and more. But, Benny, a little bit of time off here. No game until Friday, 7 o'clock Pittsburgh, 645 air on the network. You've got the Friday extended pregame starting at 4. In the meantime, sir, uh, have yourself a good Tuesday and, uh, you know, a little time off this week. Always a happy Tuesday, John, when we could exercise the McNugget Minute and get good lunch with our friends from McDonald's. Enjoy your lunch, sir. Happy Tuesday. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.